all-American half pure beef patty, lettuce, tomato, Singles Going Steady, the podcast that's dedicated to exploring great singles with a particular eye to the punk, new wave, and DIY ears of the last century. I'm Steve McGowan. And I'm Adrian Madoc, and we're in a band, The Beef People, who released a single in 1986 on our own label, Zub Records. But we're record collectors and passionate especially about the expression of pop music perfection that is the single recording, exploring the mystery of what makes for great singles that propelled us to begin this podcast. And this is episode of Singles Going Steady number one. Oh seven. One oh seven. One oh seven. And we have um, a single that's not really known as a single. That's right, because it was never released in the U.S. But this was the first single I think the Pixies released mm-hmm. in the U.K. The band is the Pixies, or Pixies as they like to call themselves, and Gigantic is the single. Gigantic is the single. From 1988 on 4AD Records in the U.K. Right. So we've got an American band on the U.K. label 4AD. Mm-hmm single only released in the UK and and you know it kind of surprises me that Pixies has gathered so much sort of um, popular mm-hmm. um, consciousness right right they seem to, to, to have a lot of attention not that they don't deserve it but right. um, they're, they're kind of an unusual band to have sort of the you know the mid-level success that I think they're right. enjoying in their yeah, career in the 90s and, and until now. There's no doubt they're the critics' darlings in the U.K. Right, uh, but that seems to be the kiss of death, I would think, yeah. for U.S. success. Yeah, well, you know, could be, could be. <laughs> <laughs> this is from the Surfer Rosa record. It was uh, uh, slightly redone, remixed uh, by Gil Norton instead of Steve Albini for the single. Uh, the single was only available on a 12-inch or a CD single. Right, so the you know, late 80s, so things were done mm-hmm. a little bit later by that right. time, and, and the single was already sort of becoming a, a, a thing of the past. Right. But what a great song this is. It really is, it really is. And uh, both um, both uh, Kim Deal and writing at the, those days as mm-hmm. Mrs. John Murphy, Murphy kind of her, her, her uh, joke on how... Uh, uh, it was traditional for women to introduce themselves in some circles as Mrs. Their Husband's Name. Right. right? So mm-hmm. she thought that was a pretty funny way to mm-hmm. be playing um, uh, you know, her, her uh, performance name mm-hmm. as Mrs. John Murphy. Right. And written with, of course, Black Francis, Charles Kitteridge, um, known as Black Francis for reasons unknown <laughs> <laughs> and so yeah so you get the the two principal vocalists as the the um songwriters here yeah, but it's and, really kim's song and kim just dominates both with her her very ethereal gothic mm-hmm. sort of vocal mm-hmm. and just that non-stop bass playing yes the same same bass line throughout the whole thing and it's really works yeah 
So why don't we listen to it? Oh, let's do. Um, from 1988, Pixies and Gigantic on 4AD Records. And we're listening to which version? The Gil Norton version. Okay. So this was the, the actual single. single version. Yep. So this being on 4AD, um, which is a pretty hip British label, had the, the Cocteau Twins, among others, a um, lot of, um, you know, Lush. A it was lot a of, very arty label, yeah, right? Very, yeah, and uh, this is a great song. Like we talked about, you've got the undeniable bass line. You've got her great vocal. Sometimes she's sounding kind of gothy, sometimes like a little girl. And I mean gothy in the southern gothic right. sense. Gothy yes. in the spook sense. Right. Spooky sense. Mm-hmm. Exactly. The spooky. <laughs> spooky. And uh, just, it's it's great, you know, and it's so catchy. And it's got that crazy, crazy Joey Santiago feedback going through it. Yeah. Where he was the king of doing that with his guitar, making those weird noises. And when the two of them sing together, Kim and uh, and Bl- Black Francis, it's just it, it just works. It really right. makes the thing soar. Um, 
Great song, really. Yeah, this is what you want in a single, right? Mm-hmm. That, that that it sort of encapsulates what the band mm-hmm. is and does and what they're good at, mm-hmm. and it's catchy and mm-hmm. it's compelling. It's kind of mysterious, yes. right? You want mm-hmm. to learn more. Yes, exactly. Um, so we were talking about the artiness of 4AD and the the covers. This, this has a very arty cover, right? Right. Like the all sleeve the design. Mm-hmm. Um, 4AD had a sort of an in-house. Mm-hmm. Um, designer uh, Von Oliver. Mm-hmm. Um, here we are in the, the recording this at the end of 2019. He yes. sadly just passed. Just passed away. Yes. Um, he did the the Doolittle cover. He did a bunch of cocktail, cocktail twins covers. Pretty much everything on 4AD. Responsible for that 4AD look yeah. that you probably running through your mind. Right. Will, and the breeders. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's sad, but uh, they had their own look, their own kind of. Um, ethos and it was very arty uh, yeah. and very cool um, and it's a shame that someone like that is gone it really is and it's interesting that, that you know just reading a little bit about the song um, Kim Deal said that it was really inspired by a Broadway play become mm-hmm. a film which right. is uh, Crimes of the Heart right. and I was racking my brain I know that I went to college with someone who was real, like the cousin of Beth Henley uh-huh. um, I think somebody I did theater with uh, okay. in, my, in my short-lived um, yeah. drama major days and yeah mm-hmm. so Beth Henley was, was a, a southern playwright okay. um, who did uh, Crimes of the Heart and right. I think Miss Firecracker and okay. there, some others um, that, that really had a lot of this Southern mm-hmm. Gothic um, uh, viewpoint, kind of two steps away from Flannery O'Connor, right? Sort and, of but you know, sort of a little bit more mainstream. Seventies, very female centered. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it was interesting to see that as um, as her sort of stepping off point for this song, because yes, yeah. you know it truly is like a Gothic right. Southern. You know, there's murder mm-hmm. and. and, and romance and right. kind of get all that sort of lurking uh, right. creepiness and, and voyeurism in it uh, right and, and certainly voyeurism um definitely um she she also mentioned talking about the song that it was a she was proud of it it had like a lou reed progression in it she said and she was really happy about that so uh so you you know when you mix Lou and Southern Gothic, you're you're about to get something right. something heady. <laughs> and I think they did. I think yes. they got that. You know, this is what makes mm-hmm. this a great single. Is it has all those things wrapped right. into one. Mm-hmm. And the early, the early Pixies were just huge in Britain. Uh, there's no doubt about it. Um, Surfer Rosa, Come On Pilgrim, um, Jag, um, I'm thinking of Doolittle. Excuse right. me, was the biggie. And of course, everybody claimed that they ripped them off so um you know nirvana famously said that smells like teen spirit was their pixie song doing that loud fast loud thing um but they continued to put out a lot of really interesting stuff um and of course kim left the band and formed the breeders with her twin sister who are also amazing Mm -hmm. uh, you know um and put out some great singles themselves um so the pixies did well maybe not uh you know, I, I guess the last thing I heard, they were on tour with Weezer, so I don't know. Yeah. I don't know about that, but... <laughs> that doesn't seem like a natural yeah, alliance. Yeah, but, uh, you know, ha- half of the crowd and half of the crowd, I guess. But uh, this is a great single. It's a great first single. Um, I don't know if I mentioned, but they were from Boston originally, uh, that where they formed in the Boston area. They were all going to uh, school up there. And, Hard not to. You can't uh, yeah. swing a cat without hitting, without hitting a college, right? Exactly, exactly. 
So, do we hear um, anybody covering the song? You know, I was thinking of, you know, with the, the with the strong female vocal and bass, I, and I thought of Tina Weymouth. I, oh. I think I keep going to her. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think Tom Tom Club. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, that'd be a really be interesting... funky version. Yeah, a funky version. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll maybe hear that. Yeah. I would like to hear Fountains of Wayne do it. Um, Chris, not Weezer? No, you can, no. We have the two bands swap no. on the same bill? No, uh, they're, not, they're not like Weezer. Uh, Chris Collingsworth given it that sad vocal treatment and the band could certainly play the song so it would be interesting to hear what they do with it and we heard an in- interesting cover as we were yes. in a preparing for the show mm-hmm. which was okay go on a tribute to right. the, the pixies from i think 2007 yeah it was a last little, decade. Little, little dark but um, yeah slower yes sludgier um, yeah <laughs> no um do you have any recommendations for this episode you know um my uh, recommendation, I think, is going to be. Re- I've talked a little bit about Dayton, Ohio, and family mm-hmm. from Dayton, Ohio, and of course right. the deals are. are they're, they're, now they're yeah. they're based in Dayton. They were really from Piqua, which <laughs> is a suburb up um, a seventy five, a, a little towards uh, t- right. Tiddly Do. Let's not um, get too technical. Toledo, here. but. Um, you know, the, the Dayton's claim to fame before that mm-hmm. would really be the Wright brothers, another mm-hmm. set of siblings. I was th- I was thinking of guided by voices, right. <laughs> but um, prior to that, um, uh-huh. and um, there's a really good biography um, on the Wright brothers. Uh, by McCullough, David McCullough. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of things, despite the fact that I've been, you know, going to Dayton for. You know, over fifty, Forever. almost sixty years <laughs> yes. now, mm-hmm. and and you know the the, um, the Wright brothers are sort of ubiquitous, and of course my family right. involved in aeronautics, so because everybody thinks they're from North Carolina because of Kitty Hawk. Yeah, um, if you don't know about them, right? But right. Um, but of course they're they're from Dayton and did a lot of experimental flights in Dayton. Mm. Um, you know, there's a, a national park that has mm-hmm. the site of their flying field, mm-hmm. and of course, Wright Patterson Air Force Base. The, right. the Wright is is named for the the Wright family, and okay. um, you know, they had an air, aircraft manufacturer. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's a really interesting book, and they were such peculiar guys. And the thing that surprised me is their sister was a real genius and very instrumental in their success as okay. well. Okay, well, I didn't know that. That's uh, you know. McCullough's always pulling out some good stuff, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, so it's a very interesting book. Okay. Well, my recommendation this this episode is um, Pixies. Um, and, you know, they've kind of had a tough time. They've gone through, you know, their first incarnation. Kim left the band. They were kind of rudderless for a while, and they didn't play. They were, they were, they were on hiatus. pretty much on hiatus, yeah. And then they've come back. They've released some records, and they've gotten pretty scorched in the... In the uh, by the critics but this last record that they put out it's called into the eerie i I wrote about it on our website um you can go there and link to it i think it's a good record Uh, it's not maybe as good as surfer rosa or doolittle but they are not the same people they're not the same band right and that's such a high standard yeah yeah and i think a lot of the especially the british press that that's just you know they want them to be like the ramones and just do the same thing every record you know and Francis and and the, the band is all the same except for the bass player. And, you know, they've gone through a lot. He's gone through a divorce and Joey's been in rehab and you know, they've grown up. They're 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 grown ass people now and 
the music reflects that, I think. And some of it is very good. Um, so I, I am, uh, my recommendation is you check out the, the Pixies and Into the Eerie. All right, guys. And that's uh, probably going to be it for today. I think it will be. Singles Going Steady 107. The very influential Pixies, their gigantic single on 4AD Records in the UK. And thank you for uh, talking with us today. Absolutely. Bye. To learn more about the artists and recordings we just talked about, visit our website at zubrecords.com and click on the Singles Going Steady icon. You'll also find links to the persons, places, and things we recommend and much more. You can find episodes of Singles Going Steady on our website or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Singles Going Steady is brought to you by the power and majesty of Zub Records. Zub Zub Records. Records. Smart Smart sounds for sharp sharp people. people. I was in the middle of